Welcome to Pastors Confidential. We're Michelle and Eric Waters, and we're two pastors, one podcast. On each episode, we'll be answering one of your questions about God, the Bible, faith, and life. We're so excited you're joining us. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? I'm good. Kind of running here and there. Yeah, it's busy week. Yes, yes. Busy week, busy weekends, busy time. We have been off for two weeks. So just to recap a little bit, um, let's see. Your sermon series is up now, um, the Revelation series. Yeah, the Revelation series up on uh, both on YouTube and on our website. So it's nice and easy to share with people. You can just click on there and all the sermons have been uh, uh, excerpted from the worship. So it's just one sermon right after the other. Yeah, it's like a playlist on YouTube. I'm going to put the link on. So if you want to share that with friends, we've heard a lot of people doing that and that's been good. And then currently we're in Monster Mash. Monster Mash, which is a fun series. And you know what? (laughs) Uh, It's especially gratifying for me because I think just about every week now I've had someone come up to me and say, Pastor, I had no idea what you were doing with this, but I see it now. It makes sense. I was skeptical. Yeah. Oh, you too? Yes, oh, I told well. you that. I'm like, what are you thinking? Yeah, and so it t- so to me, that's a sign of a, a job well done. Is it now? Yes. Okay, so we started with uh, werewolves. Yeah, we started with werewolves to talk about the two natures. Mm-hmm. Um, we do what we don't want to do, and exactly. why do we do the things we don't want to do? Mm-hmm. And then Mariola, Pastor Mariola mm-hmm. did what? Uh, uh, zombies, zombies, the walking dead. And that's Ephesians 2, that we are dead in our sins and trespasses in which we once walked Ugh. until God made us alive with Jesus Christ. Of the Walking Dead. I guess it works. It okay. Yeah. Yes. And then we, I missed it because I was at the women's retreat, but yesterday you preached on vampires. I did. And that was called Only in It for the Blood. Ooh, yes. And the idea there uh, is that there are some Christians who are only in it for the promise of eternal life and not for any real changed life. Oh, so, I, have to, I haven't listened yet. Yes, that's right. It's quite good. It's based on 1 John. Uh, this idea that if uh, that God is light, and if we say that we have fellowship with Him while we walk in darkness, we lie. We do not oh boy. practice the truth. True. And so, like vampires, there are some people who are only in it for the blood of Jesus, but who don't walk in the light. Oh my! Yes. Okay. And sense. we do we wrap up next week? No, we got two more weeks. Oh so goodness. next week is our final monster. It's a Frankenstein. Okay. And there, it's and uh, so Frankenstein is a monster mm-hmm. who's sewn together from bits and pieces. And mm. so our lesson is the golden calf and the sin of idolatry, the temptation oh. to make a god of our own. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I see. I didn't know the history of all these monsters because I don't really care about these things. Yeah. So I'm learning too about all the monsters as well as how they relate to scripture in some strange way but okay we're going with it and then finally and then finally halloween is trick-or-treat and so the lesson there is where jesus talks about prayer and he says what father among you if his son asks for a a fish would give him a a serpent or Or if he asks for an egg would give him a scorpion if you then who are evil know how to do good how much more does your father in heaven so the idea there is that when we ask god he'll always give us treats never tricks and so you can trust him (laughs) wow okay So, a lot to look forward That's to. Right. Yeah, okay. I'm excited about that. And then we have a big uh, after church party that day. So, mm-hmm. uh, if you're in town, you can join us for that on Halloween. Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. Um, but I was away this weekend because of the women's retreat, um, which was very nice because I had actually no part in um, speaking or doing mm-hmm. anything. So, I was retreating, yeah. which was really fun. And we talked about Proverbs 31 and all the virtues of that, of being a woman of God there. Mm -hmm. And um, we also looked at some historical figures and some biblical figures. And most importantly, we went on this huge zip line thing. I saw that. You saw pictures of me? Yes. And the only reason I did it is because there were like women in our church who were in their 70s and 80s who did it. Wow. One 80-year-old. 
couple 70 year olds so there's no getting out of that no, no. no. They, they all made it right oh yeah everybody okay. made it back alive it was amazing yeah. and it was actually fun good but our children were impressed yeah i was impressed too yes and we should say that it's you know uh, when you say the word swing most people are probably thinking of like a little romantic porch swing or something it's actually kind no. of like a carnival ride yes basically. they they take you on a they they lift you up by a gator he uh-huh. drives away and while well, you're holding onto this pulley thing. On the top of a telephone pole. On the top of a telephone right. pole, yep. Okay. Lift you up very high, mm-hmm. not sure how many feet, and then let you go. Yeah. 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 So it's But a, you're clamped in. So it's way up there. Yeah, it's, it's way up there. It's not like a little no. you know, tire swing yeah. in the front porch or something. One woman did suffer uh, very dizziness for the rest of the evening. <laughs> yeah, well, I can see <laughs> that why. That was a bummer. Yeah, that was a bummer. Okay, and then the final piece of news is that our girls are home. Yay. Well, one of them's still home. Yeah. One of them... Um, back at UT but anyways uh, very kind of unexpectedly we were able to bring Sophia home from Minneapolis she's on a fall break Mm -hmm. and she's not running anymore in college so she actually has her weekends and so she was able to come home on Friday morning so I got to spend Mm -hmm. Friday with her then I left for a little bit and then she's staying here till Tuesday afternoon so yeah so it's great to see her again yeah and Ellie came home for the first time too yeah I get I got to see her in September so it Mm -hmm. seems a little different but she got to come home for the first time being in college, and Ellie, uh, Sophie drove her drove her back last night so she could see UT and spend the night with her, and then she's coming back today. Sophie is so it's been super fun. Yeah, it's been great. It's wonderful to have all the family together again. Mm-hmm. And we had, I think there was there was one brief window on Sunday morning when we were all a uh, Sunday afternoon when we were all together. Yes, yeah. Sam is here, there, and everywhere. So yeah. we had we had to promise that. Oh, we also had birthday parties. Sunday, and, yeah, oh, football know, games. Yes, there was so right. many things, but. Sunday afternoon, we said everybody has to be available. Mm-hmm. And so we actually got our Christmas card yeah. taken, too. Yeah, actually, it worked out pretty darn well. <laughs> Just I was, throw it all I together. I was surprised, yeah. <laughs> okay, anyways, let's go on. So we're, you have you have put this series together, and we are talking about parables. Yeah, yeah so this is mid-October, and our plan is to, uh, to get back into our podcast here and then take a break uh, for the holiday season. So, you know, Thanksgiving, Advent, Christmas, take a little break. Well, yeah, Advent. It's basically an Advent break, but yes. Yeah. yeah, that involves Christmas. Yeah, you're right. right. Okay, right. fine. Yeah, okay. Yes, right. yes. We yes. try to model slowing down in the seasons when you're there supposed to go. slow down, such as Advent and Lent. What she said. Except right. for we definitely podcast during Lent because right. it's too good not to. Okay, go right. ahead. <laughs> All right, well, where was I? Can you I? tell I've been on a retreat and I've got lots of energy? Oh, my goodness. Okay. Uh, and so what we're going to do is we will look at some parables of Jesus. And we will look uh, specifically at the parables of Jesus in Matthew chapter 13. So if you've got your Bible, I'd encourage you to pull it out and open it up now. Matthew chapter 13. And, uh, you know, I think I, I handed you the outline. Can I take a quick look yes, at that? Yes, here's the outline. So here's what we're going to do. So today we will look at Jesus, uh, Jesus teaching on the purpose of parables. Uh, and then uh, next week, we'll look at the parable of the sower and its ex- explanation. Mm-hmm. Then the third week after that is All Saints Day. And so we'll talk about All Saints and Reformation, about the holiday of All Saints and Martin Luther and what he did. So that won't be a parable day. No, that, that'll be just kind of a special uh, uh, In between parables. Day, right? Okay. Uh, and then we'll get back into, on, on November 8th, which is our son's birthday, by the way. Mm. Uh, November 8th with the parables of weeds and seeds, again for Matthew 13. The week after that, the 15th, with the parables of treasures, like Ooh. the treasure hidden in the field and the mm-hmm. pearl of great price. And then the uh, the last Monday, November 22nd, we'll talk about Thanksgiving and Advent. Okay. Yes, that's kind of where we're headed. Okay. So we're covering maybe three or four parables well, and some we're, stuff we're, in between. Yeah, we're covering a whole chapter's worth okay. of parables. Okay. And, uh, and there's, I don't know, one, two, three, four, one, two, three... Four, five, six, seven. Seven parables, but I've organized them thematically. Oh, I see. Some of them are short. And I so, didn't example, see that. The, okay. The parables of the treasures include one, two, three. 
three include four right and weeds parables. and seeds must be more than just the right and yeah so there's there's the parable of the mustard seed the parable of the uh the leaven in the loaf and the, parable and the actual of the, weeds, of the weeds right? okay so, perfect yeah. look at you there's very logical there's always a method always a method. i like to be scattered there's always a method with you okay That's why we get along so well i know yes. Okay, so how do, why don't we start by having you read okay. the portion from today, which starts, I think, at 10, yeah, this 13, is, this 10. Yeah, uh, Matthew chapter 13. We'll pick it up with verse 10. Okay. So, uh, so Jesus has just given the parable of the sower, and then in verse 10, the disciples came to Jesus and said, why do you speak to them in parables? So we're going to start with this one first, because here's Jesus gives his reasons for why he speaks in parables in the first place. And then verse 11, Jesus answered them, well, to you it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom, but to them, it has not been given. So there's the sense of parables are about secrets. That's something which has been hidden by God from the creation of the world is about to be revealed. That in Jesus Christ, the kingdom of God has come. And by the teaching of parables, Jesus can teach us about the kingdom. And indeed, as we'll find, you know, almost every parable, at least in this section, begins, the kingdom of God is like da okay. da, 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 da da So the parables are teach us secrets about the kingdom, right? Mm-hmm. And then verse 12. But to them it has not been given. For to the one who has, more will be given, and he will have an abundance. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And so there's this uh, this kind of a, almost an unfairness uh, about the parables. You know, why is it that the one who has, more will be given, he'll have an abundance. But the one who has not, even the little he has is going to be taken away. There's right, this, it's very there's, confusing. There's this unfairness about the parables. And, you know, frankly, there's kind of an unfairness about the kingdom, not an injustice. Oh, but, okay. you know, from a human perspective, an unfairness, because you're either in or you're out. Okay. You know, it's, it's all or nothing. Uh, it's, you know, if, if you're in the kingdom of God, then you have eternal life with Jesus and all the blessings that go that that go with it. Okay. So the one who has, uh, to him will be given more and he will have an abundance. You know, full measure running over will be put down into your right. life. Everything. But the one who has not, you know, even the little that he does have is going to be taken away. If you're not in the kingdom then the blessings that you enjoy in this world, that's, that's it. And uh, an eternal life is, is not for you. An eternity of, not of life, but of darkness. Right. So there's really kind of an all or nothing about the kingdom. And there's also a simplicity about it. You're either in or you're out. You know, you've either got mm -hmm. it or you don't. It's both like very exclusionary and also very inclusive because yeah. anybody can be in. Yeah, anyone can be in. Right. You know, and then elsewhere, Jesus talks about how the least in the kingdom of God is greater than John the Baptist. Right. I mean, there's... Uh, it's uh, if you're in, you're in, and you mm -hmm. get everything. But if you're out, you know you're out. Mm -hmm. So there's this real um, high stakes about about the, the kingdom and the parable. Okay, keep and going. Then verse 13. And so this, this is why I speak to them in parables. So now we get to it. This is why I speak to them in parables. Because seeing they do not see, and hearing they do not hear, nor do they understand. Now remember, we're picking it up in Matthew chapter 13. And so we're kind of in the middle of the, the gospel here. Right. And what's recently happened, uh, Matthew chapter 11, <clears throat> excuse me, in Matthew chapter 11, Jesus condemned the cities where he did a lot of his work. Mm -hmm. Woe to you, Chorazin. Woe to you, Bethsaida. For right. if the deeds of power done in you had, had been done in Tyre and Sidon, mm -hmm. they would have repented long ago. Okay. Know? And so there's these, uh, they see, but they do not understand. Mm -hmm. you know, he's gone around, he's... Uh, he's healed the sick. He's made the deaf to hear. He's made the lame to leap. Uh, leap. He's made the blind to see. Mm -hmm. So they see the miracles, and yet they they don't see them. They don't understand them. Right. Even to the point where the scribes say, ah, it's by the power of Beelzebub, the prince of demons, right. that he casts out demons. Right. And he's like, you know, they're never going to get it. They're never I mean, going to get I, it. I, I work miracles in their presence, and they just don't mm -hmm. see them. 
which mm. we can all understand because people that we're praying for also we 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 ask why why don't oh, they get absolutely. it why don't they understand yeah. and they're not seeing the miracles right right in the same way um and yet these people are actually seeing things and then they ascribe it to a demon yeah they ascribe it to a demon or they right. chalk it up or if they can't ascribe it to a demon they say well that's a nice miracle but you shouldn't do it on the sabbath right, you know, right. They, they, yes they There's just always can't something. accept it yeah and then same thing uh, and hearing they do not understand uh, Jesus has just finished up the Sermon on the Mount, chapters 5, 6, and 7. Uh, and that ends with this little note, and the crowds were astonished at his teaching. You know, so the crowds are amazed yep. at his teaching. But then there's some, a handful, who are enraged by it. Mm-hmm. And they, they reject divisive. it at every turn. Yeah. And so for these people who see but do not see, who hear but do not understand, Jesus preaches in, par- in parables. Uh, and then verse 14. Indeed, in their case, the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled that says, You will indeed hear, but never understand. You will indeed see, but never perceive. For this people's heart has grown dull, and with their ears they barely hear, and with their eyes they have closed. Lest they should see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and understand with their hearts, and turn, and I would heal them. And so two things about this. One, mm-hmm. there's a beautiful structure. I remember when you and I were in Old Testament, we were learning about form criticism you know the way mm-hmm. that the bible is written robert wilson robert wilson right there's this uh beautiful beautiful structure there in first 15 that's a loud oh my goodness dog, i'm right? sorry for the only time our dog chews on this thing literally is when we're on the podcast mm-hmm. it makes him very nervous that we're doing this so yeah. i'm sorry if you can hear that but if we take it away from him he's going to be jumping on us okay. exactly uh so there's a in verse 15 there's mm-hmm. a wonderful parallelism so it goes hearts eye hearts eyes ears Ears, eyes, heart. So oh, it kind yes. of moves in, right? So these people's heart has grown dull. With their ears, they hardly hear. With their eyes, they have closed. And then you work back. Lest they should see with their eyes, yes. hear with their ears, understand with their hearts. Yes, love it. And turn and I should save them. Mm-hmm. And so it's a, it's a beautiful poetic structure uh, in the language. Mm-hmm. And this passage, you know, Jesus says up there in verse 14, Indeed, in their case, the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled. And then he quotes Isaiah. And if you go back to Isaiah chapter 6, this passage comes from Isaiah's commission. Oh, yeah. So there's that very, very famous passage uh, where Isaiah sees the Lord high and lifted up. Mm-hmm. And he sees the seraphim flying around saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Heaven and earth are full of his glory. And then one of the seraphim come and touches Isaiah on the mm-hmm. mouth with a burning hot coal. Uh, and then verse 8, And I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? Who will go for us? And Isaiah said, Here am I. Send me. And the Lord said, go and say to this people, keep on hearing, but do not understand. And so that's the passage Jesus quotes. So it's another fulfillment of prophecy. It's another fulfillment of prophecy. And specifically, it's a prophecy about uh, 700 years earlier when Mm -hmm. God commissioned a prophet of his, Isaiah, to go and speak the word of God. You you will speak the word of God to to the people of God, but they will not hear you. They will Mm -hmm. not see you. They will not understand you. They will not listen to you, even though you're supposed to speak it. Uh, and as a result, the end came for them. Uh, Israel was, was taken off into captivity. Uh, life as they knew it was, was ruined. Um, and they just wouldn't listen. They wouldn't listen to God. They wouldn't repent of their sins. They wouldn't return to him. They had the opportunity, even at that moment, mm-hmm. uh, when, the, when the Babylonians were... Um, I'm sorry, when, when the, yeah, the, Babylonians, mm-hmm. when the Babylonians were uh, you know, uh, marching toward Jerusalem. Yeah. They had the opportunity to turn to God, and they, right. they just wouldn't do it. Well, I think, and that's another lesson for us, is that God basically told Isaiah, you still have to do your, your you do your job, mm-hmm. you know, and I'll do my job kind of thing. Sometimes we get really frustrated with um, sharing the gospel or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, teaching, preaching, 
because people aren't listening, we feel. But that's our job is just to do that, that yeah. which God tells us to do. And he'll either take he'll take care of the rest. We don't know how that's going to work out, but he will. Oh, he will. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, and that's what the parables are about all around mm-hmm. it. You know, the parables of the sower and the parable of the right. scenes and things. It's about, you know, the, the word of God goes out. Mm-hmm. The word is living and active. Mm-hmm. And it's not up to you to make sure it grows, but just you, you, you go out there and you spread it. Yeah. Uh, and so Jesus quotes this passage mm-hmm. from Isaiah saying, well, here's why I teach in parables, right? Okay. Because... To I'm, fulfill I'm, prophecy. To fulfill prophecy. Yep. And because I'm teaching to people who, it's not that they can't understand, but rather that they won't. Yes. They refuse to. Uh, and so he teaches in parables because parables need work. You know, he, mm-hmm. he could just simply say, you know, and he does in his teaching. He's very clear. You know, what he's must I do? very clear, yeah. Repent and be saved. Right. right. Uh, he, he can be very clear, but the parables aren't aren't clear. They, they, they need work to understand. Mm-hmm. They need ears that are willing to hear them. They need eyes that are willing to see. They need mm-hmm. a heart that's willing to dig at it and understand and then then the then the parable becomes clear but you got to put some work into it right um otherwise you know the people are blind to him right and so i think part of the reason that jesus is teaching in parables it's you know he talks about do not cast your pearls before swine Mm. Uh, and so he's got you know a mixed crowd of people some of whom are there to genuinely hear the good news of the kingdom Mm -hmm. and others are there to reject anything that he says right so he teaches in these parables in part Mm mm-hmm uh, because those who weren't going to listen anyway, well, they're certainly not going to understand what he's about to say. Right. And again, there's this inside and outside group, because at mm-hmm. this point, it's the disciples that are in the inside group, right? Yeah. Because they're the ones who ask him. And then he says, because the secrets of the kingdom of heaven have been given for you to know, but it has not been given to them right. at this point. But yet Jesus still goes on. I mean, he goes out of his way, especially in this this uh, this portion that we just read mm-hmm. today is like, between the parable of the sower and then when he actually explains it. Right. So even this parable, he still has compassion on them because they still didn't get it. And he's like explains it to them. Exactly. And he doesn't always do that. No, he doesn't always. But this is when they were asking him. And so right. he wanted to prove a point. Because yeah. basically a parable is supposed to be like a, a story that uses things we can understand right. to teach a spiritual, a deeper truth. But you're saying that sometimes it, it, it's harder to get from the parables. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Sometimes yeah, because they is, are. Some of them are very difficult. Some of them are difficult, mm-hmm. and, and what I found from preaching, preaching on them for years and teaching about them, mm-hmm. uh, is that they're often a lot more difficult than you understand. Yeah, there's so the, much more underneath. Think. Yeah. Uh, and yes. so, this, you know, one we're not going to look at, for example, is uh, you know, think about the parable of the lost sheep. You know, what shepherd wouldn't leave the ninety-nine on the mountain and go and search for the one? Right. Well, I wouldn't. I just write it <laughs> off as a loss, you know? inventory loss. Uh, right, but, but you a know, good economist would do that. Exactly, exactly. you right. wouldn't do that, right? And so it's it's one of those where the more you think about the parable, you're like, wow, well, that's that's really kind of mm-hmm. challenging and disturbing, isn't it? Yes. And oftentimes the parables have that sense where on the uh, the the first meaning is, is very it. obvious, mm-hmm. but then the more you dig into it, you think, well, wait a minute, that doesn't really make sense. Right, and then you yeah, then you get to ones like the parable of the shrewd manager, who it oh my doesn't at all make sense. I mean, it does. There's got to be some way, but my human mind has a hard time with it. Yeah, yeah. That, you know? Unfortunately, we won't deal. We're with not going to deal with that one. <laughs> but, but but someday we will. But yeah, that is a hard one. Yeah, I mean, that's a very difficult one. Yes. That's that's one of the purposes of the parables is that they they're seemingly simple, mm-hmm. but they uh, they stick with you. They, mm-hmm. You know, Jesus forces you to really kind of chew on it and think, well, what does he mean by that? Mm-hmm. And then eventually, the more you think about it, the more your heart uh, seeks to understand it. The the more you do. Mm-hmm. 
Well, and then he concludes this portion that we're doing today saying, Blessed are your eyes because they mm -hmm. do see, and your ears because they do hear. For truly, I tell you, many prophets and righteous people have longed to see the things you see but didn't see them, to hear the things you hear but didn't hear them. Mm -hmm. Basically, all the prophets before them um, didn't get to see any kind of fruition right. for what they were saying. I mean, Nehemiah, I guess. Um, maybe Amos? No. I don't know. Nehemiah definitely... Saw some work being done on Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, all the prophets caught, caught glimpses of it. Mm -hmm. But I would then go back up to verse 11. Uh, to you it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom, mm. that in Jesus Christ the kingdom of God is here. You know, that's mm -hmm. his, that was his first message. Uh, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Okay. And so in Jesus Christ the kingdom of God is here. And now he's explaining what the kingdom is about. And he's saying, and you are blessed because you got a front row seat to this. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you, uh, you are seeing things that that have been hidden for centuries and centuries and now are about to be revealed. And he reveals them to us in the parables. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of a nice little introduction yeah. to what we'll be doing here for the next, next couple four or of five weeks. weeks. Yeah, yeah, and we're already coming on the holiday season, which seems crazy, yeah. but it always comes. And so for next week, for those of you who like to read ahead and do some homework, for mm -hmm. next week, uh, we're going to be the parable of the sower in Matthew chapter 13. Parable of the sower. And are we going to do both the parable and the explanation? Yeah, yep. okay. so we'll deal with the parable and its explanation. And okay. For those of you who turn there, you'll see that what we just spoke about today is popped down right in the center. Right in the middle. Oh. Good. Okay. Good. You're going to be here this weekend, right? I'm going to stay here this weekend. Okay, good. Just yes. wanted to make sure you were here. Yes, so. I will be here. And I don't know what we've got going on. Or we've got some more football and all the things. Oh, yeah. A lot of yeah. stuff. Okay. Well, we hope you have a good week. Thanks.